Church, if you've never heard Pastor Shane Baxter uh, from Enjoy Church Melbourne, we had him three years ago. Years before that, when I was on a sabbatical with my son Jackson, we popped in unannounced to their church in Melbourne, in Melbourne West, and, uh, and fell in love with their church. I mean, Pastor Shane wasn't even there, but their church, it felt so at home. That's not why we fell in love with your church. Uh, uh, you, can you can tell the, the, the leadership flows through the church, and it was fun, it was passionate, it was vibrant, it was friendly, it was hospitable, and we felt right at home. It felt like, oh, we've, we're visiting family here, and uh, so we connected further with Pastor Shane. I'd heard lots of stories about what a great preacher he was, what a great empowering leader, how great he is, uh, particularly in men's ministry, so he came and did our men's conference, and it's like uh, we found a, uh, just a, a fellow soldier who really uh, loves and thinks the same way we do. Uh, he is a phenomenal leader. They've got a church of, I'm not sure how many locations now, Pastor Shane, 10, 11, something like that. Something like that in, in three different nations, uh, four if you count Tasmania, uh, but we don't. And as well as he was the president of, of the ACC movement in Victoria for a number of years and saw over 100 churches planted in that 10-year period under their leadership. A brilliant, empowering leader. I know you're going to love him this morning. So Pastor Shane, why don't we stand? So good to have you with us this morning. Let's go. Let's go. Praise God. Come on, let's give it up for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, shall we? If we're going to clap, if we're going to applaud, let's give it up for Jesus because He's all the time worthy, all the time worthy. He's our Lord, He's our God, He's our Maker, He's the Lord. How you doing, church? Doing well? Well, you're on your feet, you know. Uh, I, I love being here, just flat out love it. What a, I especially love the introductions in this place. I'm going to go home taller, you know what I'm saying? No doubt about it. Uh, especially like that part where like church was awesome, Shane wasn't there, you know what I'm saying? I like that part. But the reality is I love being here and I love being here because it does feel like home, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't say that about many churches because I don't typically lie when I stand on platforms. And I go to some churches and they do not feel like home. I come here and I feel like I'm with family. I feel like I'm with friends. And the reason that is, is because of your pastor's and you know, and I don't, need you, I don't need to tell you to do this, but I want to encourage you to do this. You're celebrating Pastor John today. You're going to celebrate him this week. Uh, I would encourage you, continue to celebrate your pastors, both Pastor John, Pastor Dan. I want to encourage you, celebrate them all the time. So sometimes you don't know what you've got until you don't have it any longer. I want to encourage you every opportunity to say thank you. I want to encourage you every opportunity to get behind them and cheer them on and let them know that you're in their corner. Good seasons, bad seasons, we're with you. We love you. We thank God for you. This is a great church, but this isn't just a great church because it's a great church. This is a great church because you've got a great man and a great woman at the helm. Why don't you give it up for them today? Happy birthday, my brother. Happy birthday. I would like to sing to you, but... That would kill the meeting right there. Everyone online would be offline like that. They'd be like, no, we're going back to bed. Praise God. Or wherever it is that you find yourself today. Praise God. You can be seated today. We're going to jump straight into the Word of God. I'm excited to be here. I really am. It's, um, uh, I've got to let you in on a secret. I don't know. I think I did tell you this, but we obviously said yes to being here about 15, 16, 17 months ago, something like that. 
and then I've had a change of PAs, and with PAs comes new calendars and new scenarios, and so I was not aware until two weeks ago when an email came in that said, we're so looking forward to Pastor Shane being with us, and I'm like, yes! <laughs> but i got to tell you, I am so excited to be here. It really is a joy to be here. We love you. We love your church. Uh, Georgia Girl sends her, her love to you today. She's preaching West Northwest for us. Uh, enjoy sends their love. They know where I'm at. And uh, it is just, just great, great to be here. Uh, since I was here last, there was a number of things that have happened. Richmond have won two more premierships. Praise God. Praise God. I did go into pastor's office yesterday and I saw a little deflated Carlton football and I thought, well, that sums up the club right there, you know what I'm saying? But we're not going to go there because it's his birthday, you know what I'm saying? But hopefully if I get to come back in another couple of years, we'll have two more premierships. Praise God. The other thing that's happened since I was here last is I've got a little Konnichiwa on the way. Praise God. My daughter is pregnant. She married a Konnichiwa, you know what I'm saying? And so Ryota is my son-in-law. I love Ryota with all of my heart. Now they've got, their surname is Yoshinochi, uh, Yoshinochi, Yoshinochiachi. All right, so you're like, how do you say it? I'm like, I still don't know. And so you ask him, and then one says one thing, one says the other thing, then this one says that thing, and that one says this thing. And like they change in whatever situation and circumstance they find themselves in. And they wonder why this Skippy the Bush kangaroo has an issue with it. So this is what I know. I've got a grandchild coming. It's going to be a boy. And you're like, you know it's going to be a boy? No, I'm calling it a boy, you know what I'm saying? As in, I'm the grandfather, I call. Emily says, Dad, I want a daughter. And I'm like, I don't care, you know what I'm saying? I'm the grandfather, I need a little cruising partner, I want a boy. And I'm going to call him Yoshi, because I can't pronounce your surname properly, so I'm going to call him Yoshi, and when you leave him with me, I'm going to give him a mullet, praise God. And she goes, well, I'm not going to leave him with you. And I, so we're already to him. We've got it to there. And, but Rio yells out, I want a mullet. Praise God. I'm like, yes, he is my son, whatever. What a year. 2020. Praise God. I've got a grandchild coming out of it. But it's a strange year, peculiar year, crazy year. Melbourne, it was crazy. I know it was crazier in Melbourne than it was in here, but it was crazy here too. In fact, it was crazy all over the world. I don't know how your year went, but ours went something like this. On the February 15th, we launched Enjoy's new East location. Big building spent lots and lots and lots of money. On March 1, we launched our new Melbourne City location. On the second week of March, we hopped on a plane. A bunch of us hopped on a plane. We flew to Cambodia and seated Enjoy Church Phnom Penh. And we put it all out there. We're all excited. We come home. In fact, I was meant to hop uh, on a plane from Cambodia and fly to our location in Osaka. But, but we were on our way to the airport and we're thinking, this isn't going to go right. If we go that way, we're not going to get back into Australia. We got back into Australia and everything closed down. And along came this little mongrel dog called COVID. I don't know about you. I do not like COVID. I don't even like saying COVID. But it came along and it basically shut everything down. As a result, as you know, borders were shut down. Thank you for the love to the Victorians, Queensland. We really appreciate it. And, uh, but as you know, borders were shut down. All the borders were shut down. It seemed to be like we just divided up and every, every man for himself, every state for himself. Borders were shut down. Services were shut down. Facilities have remained our facilities have remained largely empty all through 2020. Now, I know and you know this story isn't unique to us. It's not unique to enjoy. It's not unique to your church. It's not 
unique to Australia. This story has been felt all over planet Earth. There has been so much loss and pain associated with 2020. And now, even if it's not associated with COVID, I'm sure there'd be men and women in this place that if you were to be honest today, there is loss in relationship to 2020. There is pain in relationship to 2020 at some level in our life today. It's true that the realities and the restrictions of COVID have had no favorites. No favorites. Not unless you're bringing money. But anyway, that's another story. We won't go there. It's like, sorry. It's like, but it's like, it's like no favorites, no bias in this space at all. There's no, no doubt about it. It has been tough. It has been hard. But I want to remind you today that those who trust in the Lord will never be put to shame. Those who trust in the Lord will never be put to shame. And you might be like, but what about all the stuff? Yes, there's stuff that's gone on. Yes, there's stuff that's occurred. But friends, I want to encourage you today, if you will keep your trust in God, if you will keep your hope in God, how many of you know God has a plan? God has a future, COVID or no COVID, it's going to get better in Jesus' name. So while our feelings, feelings, you know, (laughs) sorry, just comes out occasionally. While our feelings... And our experiences have certainly been real. So according to Scripture is the goodness of God and the mercies of God that are going to follow us all the days of our life. So if you've come to church today, and to be honest, I had to wrestle with some of these feelings last year. But if you've come to church today and you're feeling a little ripped, you're feeling a little duped, you're feeling a little like last year had you by the tail, that you, I want to remind you today that you're actually the head and not the tail. You are above and not below. I want to remind you today that the promises of God are yes and amen in good seasons and in bad seasons. Whether there be COVID out there or no COVID out there, God is still God. He is our Lord and there is none like Him. Friends, the promises of God are yes and amen. That which God has spoken to you is still the Word of God. That which God has revealed to you and put in your heart, those dreams that you were dreaming. Friends, I want to encourage you today. Continue to dream. Continue to believe because God's not finished with us yet. In Job chapter 14, reading from verse 7, it goes like this. If a tree is cut down, there is hope that it will sprout again and grow new branches. Though its roots have grown old, not 50 years old, but probably getting older. Though its roots have grown old in the earth and its stump decays, at the scent of water, it may bud and sprout again like a new seedling. Cut down. I'm sure we've all felt a little cut down in the last 12 months, in the past year. Some of us have had dreams. I hear your story of sending your, your, you know, your young heroes, that's how I see them, down to Melbourne. There they go. They launch out. They've got a, they've got a plan. They've got a dream. They step out. The plans are like, da, 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 and they're ready to go, but they step into that place, and all of a sudden, they're cut down. It wasn't what they were believing for. It wasn't what they were planning for. Our dreams have been cut down. Our immediate futures uh, uh, and our opportunities and successes for many of us have been cut down over the last 12 months to some degree or other. Many of us in this place feel like we've had our legs cut out from underneath us. Now, is it just me or am I in the right church today? Is there anybody else here that knows what I'm talking about today? When you're feeling like, you're like, you stepped into 2020 and it was all like, wow! But then by the... (laughs) 
<laughs> March, it was like, wow. <laughs> and by April, it was like, wow. <laughs> as in, as in well, you know what I think COVID did do? It put a lot of marriages to the test. You know what I'm saying? I know when I said at the altar, yes, till death do us part. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't think they were going to lock us up for nine months. You know what I mean? It's like, you're never going to get out. You're never going to get... Anyway, moving right along. <laughs> it just comes out. <laughs> nine months is a long time. Long time. Friends, if you've entertained any such thoughts, maybe you're watching online today, if you've entertained such thoughts, can I encourage you today, don't deny the thoughts, but own them. You've got to own them. Because if you don't own them, you're not going to be able to move on from them. But if you own them, you will be able to move on from them. Now, the power, now, I don't need to talk to you about power because this is powerhouse. Amen? <laughs> this is powerhouse. Amen? So I don't need to talk to you about power, but I just want to remind you of something that you know today. The same power that raised Christ from the dead, that brought the tree to the life in the beginning, according to Scripture, is within us. That's true, isn't it? Same power that raised Christ from the dead. It dwells within you. No doubt about it. It was within the seed in the beginning to bring the tree to life in the beginning, but now it's still in the stump. I want to remind you, remind you, though the tree may be cut down, the power is still in the stump. The, the, was the, seed, the power in the seed that brought the tree to life in the beginning, yes, something's been lost, something's been cut down, but the power, is still in the, the power is still in the stump to bring the tree back to life again. Now, the key, as the Scripture clearly indicates here, is water. Everyone say water. Water. It's water. The, the key in the verse is the water. At the scent of water, the tree has the potential to go again. At the scent of water, the tree has the potential to stretch again, to dance again. How many of you have lost your dance? Everybody dance. How many of you, how many of you have lost your dance? Can I encourage you? You've got to find your dance again. You've got to find your stretch again. You've got to find your go again. At, at the scent of water, the tree has the potential to live again. Live again. I want to remind you that God has a plan for you and it is life to the full. God wants to give you life. In John chapter 4, verse 10, Jesus replied, If you only knew the gift God has for you and who I am, you would ask me and I would give you living water. Living water. Church, never underestimate the power of living water. Yes, it can cause a tree to come back to life. No doubt about that but it can cause dreams to be resurrected. Maybe some of your dreams turned upside down last year. Maybe it started as a dream boat, but turned into a Titanic, if you know what I mean. Friends, I want to encourage you, God can resurrect your dreams. At the scent of water, axe heads can float. Dry bones can live. At the scent of water, everything can change. When living water flows into the driest of wastelands, how many of you know that which is dead comes back to life? When living water flows into the driest of hearts, that which is dead comes back to life. In John chapter 7, uh, 7 verse 37, it says, On the last day, the climax of the festival, Jesus stood and shouted to the crowds, If you are thirsty, come to me. Come to me. How many of you know come means come? It, it, Jesus doesn't say, if you are thirsty, I'm coming to you. No, no, if you are thirsty, you come to me. Because I've got what you need. But you need to come. 
In, 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 our, in our world, where if I can, I'll always give a response so people can reposition themselves into the presence of God, reposition themselves to where they're going to receive what God wants for them. I can turn up with faith, but how many of you know, at the end of the day, you need faith for what God's going to do in your life. And so Jesus says to them, if you are thirsty, if you are thirsty, come to me. If you believe in me, come and drink. For the scriptures declare that rivers of living water will flow out from within. When he said living water, he was speaking of the Spirit who would be given to everyone believing in him. But the Spirit had not yet been given because Jesus had not yet entered his glory. We, we have a saying at Enjoy Church, I, I, I touched on it yesterday. My heart is my responsibility and your heart is your responsibility. Sometimes I'll go on from there and I'll say, don't make your heart my responsibility and I won't make my heart your responsibility. It's like, but at the end of the day, my heart is my responsibility, just as your heart is your responsibility. So if you're out there today and you're feeling as though your legs have been cut off, you're feeling like your dreams have been cut down, I want to encourage you to stir yourself up and prepare your hearts to go again. Prepare your hearts to go again. Everyone say, go again. Now, I know some of you, I'm going to, I'm going to get in your grill right now because it's like, I don't want to go again. As in, how many of you know hope deferred makes the heart sick? And it does make the heart sick. And it's like, so long comes this Skippy the Bush Kangaroo from Melbourne saying, come on, let's go again. And you're like, you go again. I'm like, no, you go again. It's like, because I know what happens. In the, there's a wrestle in the spirit. Because all of a sudden there's something in you that wants to tell me to drop on my head. But there's something in you that's saying, yes. You know what I'm saying? It's like we wrestle in this. Flesh, spirit, ah, it all goes on. It all goes on. Psalm chapter 42, verse 11. Why am I discouraged? Praise the Lord. Welcome to church. Ready for the good news online? Here we go. Why am I discouraged? I shouldn't smile when I say discouraged, though, should I? Why am I discouraged? Why so sad? You know what I like about this? The psalmist is actually being real with where he's at. How many of us come to church? How are you doing? How's the week been? Fantastic! Liar! <laughs> but we don't want to come in and bleed on everyone. I get that. But there's a place where we need to be real, where we've got to be real. Psalmist says, why am I discouraged? Why so sad? But then he makes this declaration, I will put my hope in God. I know I'm at the end of myself here. I've had my legs cut off. I've had my dreams knocked down. But I, I will put my hope in God. And listen to this. I will praise Him Again. Again. I love the again. It doesn't just say, I'll praise him. No, because he used to praise him, but he's making a decision in the moment. Yes, I'm discouraged. Yes, I've been sad. But you know what? I'm not going to stay here. I'm going to make a decision today. I will put my hope in God and I will praise him again, my Savior and my God. I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again. I will go again. For I know where my help comes from and my help comes from the Lord. Job 14, verse 9, at the scent of water, it may bud, it may bud and sprout again like a new seedling. And you're like, well, there's no guarantee in that. I would rather put my lot with God and a may than not at all. You know what I'm saying? I can sit here and be discouraged. I can sit here and be sad. Or I can say, there is a possibility. There is a maybe. There is hope in this space. I'm going, to put my, I'm going to put my lot with God. I'm going to trust in Him and believe that maybe He's going to do something in me today. So what's the answer? The answer is living water. The more, the more I'm around, the more I realize I don't actually have much to give. 
All as I can keep doing is bring people to living water. All as I can do is keep bringing people into the presence of God. All as I can keep doing is bring people to the Word of God. So friends, if the answer is living water, we need to run to the water. When the opportunity comes, don't, don't lie, oh, maybe. Phone a friend, 50-50. No, 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 no. When the opportunity comes, we need to run to the water. Run to the water. Run to the presence of God. When the opportunity comes, we need to jump into the water. So often we want to play on the outside of church. We want to play on the outside of God. We want to play on the outside. We need to jump into the water. We need to drink the living water that rivers of living water might begin to flow through us again. Because it's at the scent of water that it may bud and spread again like a new seedling. How many of you actually saw the word new there? New seedling. Like a new seedling. You you won't see me. If you know me, you're never going to see me on the banks. You're never going to see me splashing. I'll be in boots and all. If this is how it is, then this is how it is. I'm diving into the presence of God. So here's the thought. When it does begin to bud and spread again, because many of you have suffered loss. Many of you have suffered pain last year. But but you're you're hearing and you're sensing and it's like, okay, something is going to happen. When it does begin to bud and sprout again, it won't be like it was before. I'm going to give you a heads up. Some of you are like, but I want it to be like it was before. No, 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 no. You think you want it to be like it was before. You think you do, but it's going to be greater than it was before. It's going to be better than it was before. When it does begin to sprout again, it won't be like it was before uh, because it'll be like it was the first time around. You're not going to recognize it or see it and say, well, that's what it was and that's what we're going to have. No, it's going to be different to what it was before. It's going to bud like a brand new seedling, brand new seedling because God's got something new for you. You lost something and you think, well, if I could replace that, that would be awesome. God doesn't want to replace that. God wants to give you something better than that, something greater than that, something more glorious than you've ever dreamt of before. Show me one tree that looks identical to another. Identical. You can't show me a tree that looks identical to another because it doesn't work like that. The power is in the seed. The seed causes the tree to come alive and it comes alive according to the seed. But here's the thing. You're going to get a brand, it's going to be like a brand new seedling. It's not going to be like the old seedling. And so it is that as you put your hope in God and get ready to go again and praise Him again. Friends, I want to encourage you today that God is wanting to do a new thing in you. A new thing in you. Don't be hankering for the old. Don't be longing for the old. As in, it's been removed. Now, here's the thing that you're not going to want me to say. You're not going to... I'll leave it for another minute. That way we can still be friends for a little bit longer. Think about this. Isaiah 43, verse 19. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. So yes, you may have felt and experienced loss last year. I did, I know that. I had, a, I had a wild year, crazy year. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I've never really been sick. I've never had issues. I ended up going into October. I had a heart issue. And then I had pneumonia. Then I had a, a ride in an ambulance, which I've never had before. It was nice talking to the guys about Jesus. But anyway, moving right along. And then I had shoulder surgery, which means I should have it in that hand. That way I can keep doing that. And, uh, and it's like then I had cancer, whatever, cut out of my arm. And it just seemed to be one thing after another, after another, after another. And you get worn down. And it's like you get to a place where it's like, I don't know how much more I can handle. Friends, if you feel like you've experienced loss last year, 
pain last year, if you feel like areas of your life have been cut down, can I remind you today, it's at the scent of water. Living water. Living water. That everything has the power to come back to life. But when it comes back to life, it's not going to come like it was before, but it's going to be different. So therefore, I am believing for me and I'm believing for you. you know, I thank God for your pastor because what your pastor said was, Shane, just speak what's on your heart. What's the thing that's burning on your heart? This is what's burning on my heart for me and this is what's burning on my heart for you. It's like, it's like this message began with me just talking to a couple of our leaders. It went from there into a pastor's meeting, went from there into our staff meeting, went from there into our church because I feel like at the moment this thing over planet Earth has wreaked havoc from one end of the one pole to the other pole and everyone in the middle has felt it. But here's the thing, God is still in control. God is still in control. It caught us by surprise, but it didn't catch God by surprise. So here's the thing, therefore I'm beginning to believe as it grows back, it's going to grow with a greater substance and a greater weight. It's going to grow with a greater substance. You thought you had something that was good, but God wants it to come again, but different, with a greater substance. It's from the same seed, but it's going to be different this time around. Friends, I want to encourage you today because I would be thinking that, you might be thinking that we're all thinking that if we've lost something, it's probably the enemy who came to rob, kill, and destroy that robbed that or stole that or knocked us or cut or whatever the case may be. But you know what I've discovered in life? Sometimes, sometimes the enemy does come to rob, kill and destroy, but there's also a master gardener that loves me. And because he loves me so much, he'll come into my life at times when I'm not necessarily expecting it and he'll prune some things. Pruning. How many of you know pruning and being cut down sort of feels like the same thing? Sometimes I think we want to blame the enemy it's like, the devil did it. If I was a devil, I'd be complaining to heaven because I think he gets blamed for a whole lot of things that he's got nothing to do with. Maybe God is behind some of the pruning in your life. Maybe God has been at work. Why? Because he's got something better in mind for you. He's got a better future for you with greater substance. I want to encourage you, man of God. God wants to bring a greater substance into your life. I want to encourage you, woman of God. God wants to bring a greater substance into your life. A greater weightiness, 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 weightiness. I saw the sword on your wall. It's a weighty sword. There's swords and there's swords. Some are plastic. You find them at Kmart and, and wherever the case may be. They're little plastic swords. Ah! They're good for nothing. How many of you know, but where you've got a weighty sword, you can change the world. You've got the Word of God. God wants you to be weighty. God wants you to be a person of substance. I'm believing for a new shape. I found a new shape last year. It's called the COVID shape. I've got to lose some of that, but that's a whole other story. COVID kilos. To hell with you. But I don't know if I can say that. Sorry if I offended you. But you don't say it. It's like, get off me. Get off me. Come out. Whatever. Anyway. But I'm believing for a new shape in God. I'm believing for a new shape in God. Some of you, this is what I believe. Some of you have had it rough. No doubt about that. But I'm believing that God wants to create something brand new. So that even when people walk up to you, they see a new shape. It's like, wow, what's happened here? I remember after I got saved, you know my story, alcoholic poisoning, whatever. And I got saved and in hospital, Aubrey-based hospital. I remember walking up to my youth pastor who I hadn't seen for six years. And he looked at me and he goes, oh, he goes, Shane Baxter, what happened to you? I didn't even need to open my mouth, but he could see it. 
I'm believing there's going to be a new shape. I'm believing for a new shape for marriages, a new shape for families, a new shape for businesses. God is wanting to bring a new shape. We think the tree got cut down and it's all lost. No, 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 no. God always had a plan. God has always had a plan for you and for your life. And it's going to be a new shape with stronger branches that can reach further and bear more fruit than ever before. I know it was rough. It was tough. It was a hard year. I understand that. I get that. But could it be behind it all that God has got a plan and God has got a purpose, which you always had the plan and you always had the purpose, that you would be more fruitful, that you would bear more fruit than ever before, that you would know more of the joy of the Lord, that you would have more of the, the Spirit of God within you than ever before? Friends, I want to encourage you today. It's at the scent of water. Praise Him again. Put your hope in God again. Go again. Stretch again. Make a decision today. Wherever the Spirit is leading, I'm going to be there. Wherever the Spirit is flowing, I'm going to dive in. I'm not going to wait for another day. I'm not going to wait for another invitation. I'm not going to wait for my pastors to come and put my arm up my back and try to get me to that place. I'm diving in today. Why don't we stand to our feet right now? Why don't we stand to our feet? Brothers and sisters, if you're watching online today, I just want you to stand to your feet too. If you're ready to receive today, just stand to your feet. Wherever you be, I always say it, you've heard me say it 15 times this weekend, wherever you be, be there. If there's a move of God and it's there, I'm going to be there. If God is doing something, I want to be in the middle of it. Don't let me miss out. Don't, don't miss out on what God is about to do. Now, here we go. This is what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. What are we going to do first? Pastor John, do you want me to do a salvation call here? Or will you, do you do that at the end? Or what do you do? You're going to do that at the end. You're going to do that. Okay, if that's the case, we're just going after the scent of water. Now, you might have noticed I've got wide nostrils. My daughters hate my nose because one of them has got it. And it's like, the great thing is I can smell water a mile away. At the scent of water, I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. I don't, I don't need the invitation. Like, please come to the water. No, 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 no. Where is it? Where is it? You know where the water's flowing today? Right across here. You heard me say before, I always give an invitation because it's about positioning. Jesus says, if you're thirsty, come to me. If you're thirsty, drink. If you believe in me, come and drink. If you feel like last year was one of those years that just smacked you about, and if you were to be honest today, you've come out of last year, you're feeling that sense of loss. You're feeling that sense of grief associated with loss. You're feeling like dreams are being cut down. You're feeling like your future's being cut down. I want to encourage you. We're going to sing this song through once, and I'm going to pray. That's all we're going to do. But if you're here today and you're like, I need fresh water. I need living water. I need to go again. I need to have, I'm going to put my hope in God. I'm going to praise Him again. I'm going to go to that place, and I'm going to drink the water. I want you to hop out of your seat now and come. Just hop out of your seat and come. If you're standing there, if you're out there and you're, and you're watching online today, just respond. Just take a step today. Step towards the TV. Step towards the computer. Step towards whatever it is. God is about to move in this place. He wants to fill you today at the scent of water. It may come again. At the scent of water, it will come again. If you'll dive in the water, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Come on, let's worship now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Bless your name. Bless your name. Bless your name. Jesus. Come on, church. Let's worship Him. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus.
Thank you, Lord. When I was on the platform yesterday in the altar call time, there was one word that came, and it was simply breathe. Breathe. Brothers and sisters, let's just stand in the presence of God, lift our, our thoughts to Him, our heart to Him, hands to Him, lives to Him. Just right now, just breathe in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Breathe in, person of the Holy Spirit. Breathe in, breathe in. If you're watching online, just breathe in the presence of God. Breathe in the presence of God. Lean in, step in, dive in, breathe in. Father, I pray for dreams at Titanic last year that hope would rise, hope would rise, hope would rise. I pray, Almighty God, for opportunities that seem to fall to the ground and be lost. I pray that they would rise again, rise again, just like that axe head. Let it rise, let it light rise, let it float again. I pray, Almighty God, for everyone that is carrying a sense of loss or a sense of grief because of scenarios and situations. We bring them before you today, Lord God. But Lord, we, de we declare, even though we feel this way because of this circumstance or that circumstance, Lord, we put our hope in you. We make a decision today to praise you. Praise, I will praise you again. And I will praise you again. And I will praise you again. Because you are the one from where my help comes. Lord, I thank you. Nothing will be lost Nothing will be lost. I thank you, Lord God. Lord, we feel you pruning because you love us. Because you have something better in mind. It's hard for us to believe at times that there could be something better in mind. That's because we don't see what you have in your mind. But I pray, Lord God, from this day, because we will praise you again. We'll praise you again. And we'll praise you again. And I pray in our praise we would get revelation of what you have in your mind. I pray we'd have revelation of what's coming down the track. I pray we'd have revelation of what you're wanting us to become. Lord, yes, the tree has been cut down, but we believe that as we praise you and we drink, Lord God, of living water, it, Lord, something new is going to grow. New branches are going to come forth. Something is going to begin to bud and something's going to begin to sprout and we will be more fruitful, we'll bear greater fruit than we ever have before. Praise God. Breathe in the presence of 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 God. 
Breathe, breathe, breathe. The devil is a liar. Don't listen to his thoughts. Don't listen to his words. Don't listen to the ones that he sends you away. Go back to the word of God. It's a new beginning. From this day, it's a new beginning. Stretch again. Go again. Believe again. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's give God some praise.